the way to combat a bad report is obviously with a good report. We want to talk about the power of a good report, which is the antithesis of the power of the bad report. But in the meantime, let's practice some self-discipline. If you need to slap yourself in the head to stop talking, feel free. Nobody ever died from slapping themselves in the head, but it could get their attention. So they'll stop talking a little sooner. What I'd like to talk to you about today is the power of a negative report or power of a bad report. Of course, there's power in a good report also, but unfortunately, because of our human nature and the way that the enemy loves to jump onto negativity and word cursing, there's quite a bit of power in a bad report. So let's make ourselves aware of that. Here's an example. There's a well-known pastor that I really enjoy listening to. Um, these days I listen to the podcast, but a few years ago it would have still been on CD collections. But in the early days, I wouldn't have been interested in listening to him at all because I had heard reports from other people. A person might say, oh, well, he believes this, or he talks about that, or whatever it is they were saying, it was kind of in a derogatory light. So I steered clear from that teaching until I was at Half Price Books and there was a collection of CDs and I just wanted something to listen to while I'm out driving and running errands and so I bought them, listened to the entire collection and did not discern anything wrong or off color or bad theology. It was all scriptural in my opinion and I went away with my faith built I felt encouraged. I felt that I had learned something new and it was wonderful. And to this day, I listen to his podcast on a regular basis. So I had to go back and ask myself, what was it about that first impression before I ever heard him speak for myself? Well, it had more to do with the people giving the report than the actual subject matter of the report. The two or three individuals that came to my mind were the type of people that if you met them out in the park on a beautiful sunny day while walking your dog or playing with your kids, you might ask them how they're doing today. And they would give you some saga report about how long they had to wait in this line at the store to buy their product or how bad the traffic was or some ailment and terrifying thing that they had experienced this day. So they were not reporting accurately about the actual subject or incident. They were reporting out of who they are. They probably need some healing from their past. Unfortunately, there's some people that will go their entire life and they never get that healing. But um, I am on the journey to want to come to healing and wholeness and to end my life as a better person than even when I started. So I don't want to join that camp. But I just wanted to use that as a little object lesson to get us thinking in the direction of, well, what is a bad report? Where does it come from? And how can we recognize it? So what I'm saying is these reports that I had heard previously about the pastor says more about the reporters than the pastor. There's a type person that might say, well, Jesus suffered. Jesus said there would be suffering. So I think that I will just 
suffer all the time. And I'm going to tell everybody about how bad I'm suffering. Well, why? What's the point? This is the type of person that can take a neutral story and give it a clear downward turn and they come out all browbeaten by it. Another person might experience exactly the same thing and they would repeat it as having the best day ever. So why the completely different experiences? It's the completely different perspective. So our goal is to approach things from a biblical, Holy Spirit-led, heaven perspective. Let's try that. Now, a bad report can actually have a spur effect. What I mean by that is picture a spur that would be on the back of a cowboy boot, and it has like pointy things all the way in a circle. And if I were to kind of speak a word from the middle of that spur and then just send it out, it would go out to the north, the south, the east, and the west, and then the northeast, southwest, northwest, and southeast. Do I really want my message to go out like that? But a bad report can do so. When you feel hurt by a person or offended about a situation, you really only have to repeat it to one person for it to continue on and possibly go out of control. Because that one person could report it to one person and then they repeat it to one person and then that person's gonna repeat it to two people who repeats it to four people and it goes on and on like that. And in this day and age, you don't even have to pick up your phone to call your neighbor to gossip to one person. We have social media so you can go on a community page and give your bad report about whatever you wanna talk about. A potentially reach a couple thousand people in a couple seconds because you click. Now, I think that the general public is smart enough that when they see crazy or foolishness, they're gonna just ignore it or not read it or move on thinking, well, consider the source. But when we're talking about a couple thousand people, you're still gonna have a percentage of people who do read it and do see it and are affected by it. Let's keep in mind also that when we are making a report, it's based on a judgment that you made from your personal interaction with that person or with that business. Let's be careful what we think, what comes out our mouth, and then who we say it to. I remember running into a dance mom who had left our school on not a great note. She was quite the upset, bitter person upon her exit. For me to run into her later on and I get, oh, hello, Miss Debbie, how are you? So good to see you. I just have to tilt my head. I'd really like to just call her out on her behavior and say something in the tone of, I'm actually surprised that you're standing in front of me and that you'd want to talk to me. Considering the slander, the gossip, and the ruckus that you've caused in the last season. Now she might innocently say, oh no Miss Debbie, I would never do such a thing. You must have me confused with someone else. 
Nope, nope, I'm clearly not confused because the reports are circling back to me in a multiplied version. Well, it's possible that that individual actually is innocent. Maybe she didn't tell 12 people. Maybe she didn't tell five people, but evidently she told one and it must have been the wrong person because certainly as I used the word spur before, it did spur, circled right back to the person who was being gossiped about. Sometimes our words will come back to boomerang us right between the eyes. So we need to be cautious about that. Understandably, each and every one of us needs to vent sometimes. We need to get our frustrations out or share our hurt with someone. But you don't need to tell it to the greater community. Tell your sister that you, your sister that you know does not gossip. Or tell it to a trusted friend who has proved themselves as someone who's able to keep the information in a safe place to themselves. Or tell the pastor or your counselor. But you don't need to be out going blah, blah, blah in the general public with people you don't even have relationship with. What is the benefit in telling it to another dance mom? Or to a PTA mom? Or to a soccer mom? or to a person sitting beside you in a lawn chair at a parade. You happen to be enjoying yourself at a community parade. And a float from ABC Donut Shop happens to go by. And you feel the urge to tell the person sitting beside you that one time you went there and their donuts actually didn't taste very good at all. And you personally think that their prices are too high. And you felt like the owner wasn't warm and fuzzy to you personally. They didn't even notice the new purse that you had and to compliment you on it. So you just think they run a bad business. The stranger sitting beside you didn't know anything about ABC Donut Shop until the float went by. And then the stranger sitting beside them decided to give a derogatory report. Now they don't feel compelled to ever go visit that shop. And that small business now just lost finances and business because of your mouth that you can't seem to bridle or because of my mouth that I can't seem to bridle. Dear Lord, please make me sensitive to these things so that I can notice and I can stop the thoughts before they even come into my mind, let alone through my mouth to someone And the power of a good report. What is that? The opposite. If you'd like, you can grab your Bible and pretty much open it up anywhere and you can find a good report. You've heard people say, let me share with you the good news. I'd love to get some good news because when I try to turn on the radio or watch TV, they love to give the bad report. They like to tell us the stats on crime, Whatever natural disaster happened recently, um, in the last year and a half, people love their COVID counts, it seems like. I don't see that as a good report. That's definitely a bad report. But the good news is that we have the Almighty God available to us. 
There's people out there that don't understand the story of Easter or if they run into a Christian and the Christian likes to speak what I call Christian ease, they'll talk about the blood of Jesus or the cross or sacrifice. And they use all these religious words that really don't translate to people who haven't gone to seminary or at least grown up in a Christian home. So keeping it simple, the name of Jesus is your good news. He represents love, joy, abundance, wealth, success, humility, problem-solving solutions, creativity, innovation, health, all the things that in our modern day they've coined as good vibes or positive energy, it all comes from Jesus. He's the root and the founder. So as you listen to different podcasts, I'll be recommending different authors also. And recently I did a little one called Miss Debbie's Recommended Reading. I'd love to recommend material to you and podcasts and point you in the right direction. But also hopefully there's a thread or a flavor through all of my podcasts that also are bringing you hope and the flavor of the good news. So the entire podcast, Coffee Break with Miss Debbie, Please grab your coffee, pull up a chair, put on your earphones and go for a walk. Listen in, join the conversation. But I hope there will always be a flavor of the good news. Let's avoid the power of the bad report and let's join the conversation about the good report. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening.